Right, how are we doing everyone? Episode 5 of the Role Model Podcast. Today's special guest is someone who I will refer to as Chef Mick. Now, Mick grew up and lived in Perfleet for 20 years. He's now a head chef. Along the way, he's worked in many fine dining and five-star establishments, while also making sandwiches for Lionel Messi. If you're into cooking or into food in general, sit back for the next 15 minutes, because this one's for you. Enjoy. So from a, from a professional point of view, why did you decide to become a chef? So when I moved out, <clears throat> I never really had to cook. No. I was always quite passionate about cooking, but yeah, it sounds a bit weird, but I never really, I never really realised that it was what I should do, if you like. Yeah, yeah. You know? And that's, that no, was like because from you're from Perfect. Because you're from Perfect, yeah. 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 <laughs> from a very young age, I mean, I, was, I, can always, I could always cook. Like simple, yeah. simple things. I mean, I used to go around, go around to friends and, you know, smash out a fry up, you know, yeah. simple things to do. But I could, where some people, you know, they would struggle, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I enjoyed cooking pancakes for my mates as a kid. And I, I took textiles at school when we had the option of what classes to take. Yeah. I took it. You know, I loved doing it, but I never really looked at it as a career nice. until I moved out. And when I moved out, you know, I had no choice but to cook. Um, and that's when I really, really found my passion for cooking. So, like on my days off, for example, yeah, <clears throat> you know, I'd spend a day cooking. I'd find a recipe. I'd go to the shop. I'd buy the ingredients, and I'd make a day of it. You know, um, and I'd find it interesting. Like, you know, how 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 do you make a bolognese from scratch, or how do you make yeah. a shepherd's pie from scratch? And I think it was very much the whole. It is very much the whole creative process. It's like starting with the raw ingredients and and you know, and ended up with that with that finished product. It's the creative process yeah. that I quite enjoy. Um, okay. So that's when I found my passion. You know, when I was about twenty, my first flat when I moved out. You know, that's when I really thought hang about. You know, I quite I quite like this. You, you speak about you speak about the creative process, and I suppose that's the fun part of it, isn't it? Um, did you have mm. a clue in your mind before you went to start training? Did you have a clue that how hard it might be? Because obviously, when you when you're doing it creatively, it's all fun, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I mean, I was told that. So, like before I applied for um, for my college, yeah, um, I was told by people that you know it's long hours and it's stressful, and I was quite oblivious. I was very, I went in very blind, if you like. Yeah. Um, and so I went to um, my first work placement was like an apprenticeship. And I went for like a meeting with the executives, executive yeah. chef of the hotel. Okay. And he basically tried putting me off. Oh, so really? He was like, he was telling me, yeah, he was, he was like, he was like, you know, it's long hours, you know, you know, you get no sleep and this and that. So that was the first sort of inkling that I had that, you know, hanging about, you know, this is going to be tough. Um, so I, I think he was trying to put me off. Yeah. I suppose they're doing that to see if you really want to do this, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they did the same at the college, you know. They, you know, they've done the same at the college. Yeah, no, it's good. If um, before we get on to you know your training and education and everything like that, um, yeah. let's start of when you you started your apprenticeship, if you like. So it was mainly fine dining that you done at the beginning. Am I right in saying that in fine dining? Um, so I can do you want me to tell you how I started. Yeah, yeah. Go, go to the beginning. Okay, it's, a it's, a bit, it's a bit easier. So I decided to become a chef. I'd moved yeah. out. Um, I had rent to pay, obviously. Yeah. So it wasn't as easy as just going to college because I had bills to pay, you know? Yeah, of course. Um, 
So I went online. I saw that Westminster, <clears throat> one of the best colleges mm-hmm. in the country, I think they are one of the best. Um, and they and they offered a, a specific um, course. It's called Earn as You Learn. Yeah. So the idea was that you'd work three weeks out of a month, mm. wherever they put you, at an establishment in London. Yeah. And um, you'd go college one week a month. Okay. So that's how you do it. And you, you do a two-year course, but the, um, but the catch is that wherever you were putting into the work placement, you'd have to stay there for, uh, you know, another year or two. Okay. So they're basically, they invest in you, they pay for the college course and then they get something back at the end of the day. Okay, that's good, yeah. Um, so that's, that's how I started. Uh, I enrolled for the course um, and I got placed at the Landmark Hotel in London, which is a big five-star hotel. Yeah. Uh, and that was started. So, you know, you say, did I start in fine dining? No, I started in a five-star hotel. Um, they had two restaurants. Yeah, banqueting, pavy, room space. Had a lot going on. It's a really, it was a really good place to start um, because it was kind of so diverse. You know, you had a brasserie restaurant, you had a fine dining restaurant upstairs, and yeah, yeah, it was a really good starting point to be honest. Okay, so if so, from that go, going from there, what kind did you stay in? Like the five star type places. Because I know, I know at one point you was very much into fine dining and doing a lot of fine dining stuff very early. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, I think as a young chef, they, you know, they all wanna, they all wanna do the fine dining. Um, I think it's it's also kind of more for more for your own ego to, if I'm being totally honest as well. Course, you yeah. know, chefs wanna be like, yeah, look at me, sort of thing. All chefs, <laughs> do, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, like. I eventually ended up in the fine dining restaurant. They said it was fine. It was two rosette. So, it, you know, I worked for a very good chef at the time who, who trained me up. Um, yeah. But when I started at the hotel, I was on afternoon tea. So I was making sandwiches for four months. Okay. Okay. You know, that was it. You know? Making any, sandwiches. Go on. Any, um, any special way to make sandwiches? Was you trying to uh, be, be smart with it or just quick? Nah, just bloody fast, mate. Yeah, yeah, bloody fast. Oh yeah, I was getting, I was, you know, I was getting shouted at making sandwiches, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was, a, it was a learning curve. I kind of had to. It was all. It was more about trying to observe. Uh, yeah. What was going on around me, okay. for starters, and just and try and get used to working in that environment to start with, because yeah. it's very different. You go from a nine to five. Yeah. Where you turn up for work. <clears throat> You have three breaks a day or whatever. Yeah. Um, four or five o'clock comes around. You're down towards you walk out the door. You know, that okay. was the kind of attitude I had before I started yeah. cooking. Yeah. And when you start cooking, you know, and your done, job's you not done, yeah. you want to leave, you want to leave at 4.30 and they're telling you, you can't. And yeah. you, you know, you're saying, well, am I getting paid for it? And they're saying, <laughs> no, you're not. You know? <laughs> you know, it's a bit of a shocker. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what the hell's going on here? This isn't, you know, <laughs> it, and that's the sort of, sort of mindset you know you need to get used to when, when yeah you start. it's not right don't get me wrong but unfortunately you know if i'm being honest that's that's the way it is sometimes you know you know you're expected is it like things, you right? um is it like you see on tv like where the head chefs will go absolutely crazy at you and there's all that pressure constantly or is it a bit exaggerated um, uh it, yeah i mean yeah you do get shouted at you know <laughs> you do get you do get shouted at you know yeah yeah I mean yeah I don't want to go into too much detail but let's just 
Yeah, you do. You know, <laughs> yeah. it is kind of like that. In certain situations, it is. Yeah. You just have so to deal it, with it. It's not easy. I mean, you know, when I was getting ripped, you know, it's never easy. You, you, no. And when people say, you know, you just got to let it go of your head, you can't always do no, that, you know. No, Because not, not everyone's built like that, are they? It's tough. It is tough. Then the higher, the higher up you go, you know. Do you take on them home. traits? Do you take on them traits? Mm, That's always a head chef. No, I don't. I don't shout. No. I don't shout. No, I don't. <laughs> you know, everyone gets annoyed and angry. It's, it's mostly, I suppose, on services yeah. when things are not going right or it's just the pressure and the stress yeah you know and that's what kind of causes it and i think the higher you, the higher you go up the more you understand why sometimes chefs lose their temper and and, and why they're so angry it is to do with the pressure and the stress cool. um you know and it and it isn't it isn't just to fit into the stereotype of being a chef it's because no. you know you're next on the line and it and it's your yeah if things course. go wrong and you're the sous chef or the head chef you mm. know it's your fault you know no, it definitely, definitely. So you've, you've obviously you've mentioned you you was involved in cooking in a lot of five star establishments. Um, have you ever cooked for anyone famous? To put names. Well, to call them real off the names. Real off the names. I don't. I don't. I don't really know. Well, a, a lot of football teams. A lot, yeah, a lot of football teams used to start in the landmarks. So Barcelona stayed there. So Messi. Manu stayed there. Who? So Messi. So Messi would have been there. Yeah, Messi. Yeah, 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 mate. Yeah, we used to make like pre-match sandwiches for Barcelona. I remember doing that on Lada. Um, yeah. So before their game, they'd have a little pre-match snack. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, just in general, like prepping food for the football teams. Who else? Mm-hmm. John Terry. I cooked for John Terry before. I see lots of celebrities at the Landmark. The Landmark was a place where they kind of, you know, where where a lot of celebrities went. So, um, so any any kind of film stuff? Royalty. Royalty, yeah. Film stuff. Yeah, royalty from uh, during the Olympics. So I was working there during the Olympics. Okay. So a lot of princes, a lot of princes and sheikhs. Okay. And um, during like um, they called it Arabic season in the summer, where it was too hot in, over in Dubai. Yeah, because yeah, you get a lot of um, yeah coming over. over. Yeah. But you know what? I, I never really pay much attention to it. I think, I think at the time I was so, I was just so stressed and focused. Yeah, under pressure to deliver. Yeah, and it's like yeah. people say, "Oh, body flies outside," and you just you'd be too busy doing what you need to do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I remember cooking. I remember cooking breakfast for Raymond Blanc once. That was pretty cool. He was okay. he used to stay there quite a lot. Yeah, and um, I was doing breakfast that day, and I had to cook him breakfast. And he sent his compliments to the kitchen, and that was I always remember that one. Yeah, he wanted his eggs cooked in a certain way, and his bacon. He wanted to be like <laughs> he wanted like crispy, flat, streaky bacon. And yeah, yeah, I sent it out. You know, I was sweating, sending it out. <laughs> and, uh, and, and he sent the compliments to the kitchen, so I was pretty chuffed for that. I mean, that was that one that stands out. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's good. No, it's good. Right. Um, so, if um, if anyone, you know, they find they have the passion for food and they think that this might be a career that they want to go into, uh, mm. being someone who's you know who's gone from training to apprenticeship to now head chef. What would you advise is, is the best way to do it? Would you say the same way you did or would you say maybe a different way? What different circumstances do you need to consider? Because you mentioned yeah. obviously you had bills to pay, so you had to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I still think, you know, the way I got into it for me was, was the best way. Yeah. As long as you get placed at a, a half-decent place, then you're laughing. Because 
you know, you're not, you know, a lot, a lot of, a lot of kids will go to the college, come straight out of college, thinking they know everything, yeah, and they have the biggest shock of their lives. Whereas this way, you, you kind of get, you kind of integrate at the same time yeah. as going to college, you know, and you learn just, you learn more, even more than you probably would at college anyway, you know, actually working, you know, like apprenticeships, apprenticeships work, I guess. Yeah, sure. So it'd just um, be a case of just looking for, just looking for chef, uh, you know, apprenticeships. Really, so where it's a, a college and yeah, 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 yeah. college I'd, and I'd plus placement. Yeah, I'd highly recommend Westminster Kingsway. Yeah, okay. Um, even if you live in Perth, I mean, to be like you know, on those placements, you're going to be on mm, pretty bad money. Like you said, you you now have bills to pay. If you were say you know yeah. seventeen, eighteen, that's that's you know that might be quite that manageable and a bit easier. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got myself a ped because I couldn't afford yeah. the train being on that money. Trains, yeah. tra- trains are expensive and they still are. Um, so I got myself a ped and I, and I had done it, you know. So there's no reason why, you know, if you're younger, you can't you can't do it. No, I'd, exactly. I'd suggest getting into it younger as well. I mean, I got into it. I got into, into the game, into, into the industry at 24. Yeah. Um, which was, it, you know, it, in the industry, it's, it's considered very late and it is late. Yeah. If I'd started at 16, <clears throat> if I'd started at 16, you know, I'd be, you know, I'd be laughing. I just, I, I'd be, you know, I, I just would have progressed, yeah, a lot further than I, than I have now. But you know, you know, it is never too late. But at the same time, while you're young, you know, it's best to start while you're young, while you've got the energy to to be putting the hours in, because you know you're going to be working long hours, you know, double shifts. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not easy. It's hard work. Okay, just yeah. just before we uh, just before we wrap it up, I know uh, currently you're a head chef. But what is what is the future for you? Like, what what ambitions have you still got um, as a chef going forward? Because you're still, you know, you're still technically a young guy. You still got many years left. Yeah, well, look, I, I've moved around. I've worked in I don't know five or six different 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 restaurants, and I'm 35 now. So it is time to sort of slow down, yeah, and settle a little bit. I think yeah. it, you, if you if you're seen as a jumper on your CV, it's never a good thing. It's, it's okay no. to have a few little jumps here and there, but yeah. especially when you get older. You need to start. You need to start looking for like some stability, you know. Yeah, no. And definitely. for me as well, you know. Um, so yeah. So I mean, I'll think about it in a few years, I guess. No, that'd be good. All right. Well, thanks for your time. Anyway, um, hopefully, maybe one day we can uh, get a cheeky cookout at the youth club. Um, get get some of your expertise in there. Um, a barbecue. You know? Yeah, that'd be brilliant. That'd be brilliant. But yeah, thanks for your time. And um, hopefully good luck in, in your future. Lovely. Take care, mate.